Welcome to EPM Conversations. My name is Cameron Lackbor, and I have here today not just my co-host, but also my guest. Selvan Katukaran. And uh, we're here today to talk about two things. Um, one is our book, our One Stream Planning book, One Stream Planning the Why, How, and When, um, which came out about a year ago, just about a year ago, uh, last year, or it would be last year, wouldn't it? Uh, 2021. And then we're also going to talk about OneStream's um, Waves Conference, which was the middle of October, I believe, um, because it's, it's actually driving the conversation around this book. So, Selvin, we've, we've um, both been to Splash. That's OneStream's general user conference, company product conference. And we've also been to Waves. Do you prefer, I mean, let, me, let me just, I guess, I'd like to hear your take. What, what is Waves? What was the Waves conference? Wave conference was one stream's um, technical conference to say was uh, more architects involved, more developers involved, and very less salespeople. And I guess there was Craig was not even there. So just to just Craig, to say, Craig Colby being the president, Craig of, Colby being um, the yeah one stream and the yep. former so, vice pre president of sales, vice president of sales, chief sales officer, whatever. Mm -hmm. yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So Craig was not even there. Uh, I guess that tells you that it was uh, more oriented towards the developers and more of a technical conference. I I even remember Tom coming up on stage, showing code, and then saying, "I can go crazy or go or geek out about things that are code related." So it was a different take on. Uh, it's a different take. Uh, Splash. When you go there, it's uh, it's you have more customers, more partners, um, more people, more prospects. Uh, this one was more uh, partners and a very few customers who want to really uh, look get to the technical side of the one stream. Um, yeah, I, so, yeah, I don't think the typical um, director of FP&A or the I don't know finance and VP. The VP of finance is probably a little too high, but Application owners, the, the business owners um, that would be at Splash or other user conferences as well, not just not just Splash. If they were there, they were whoever that person or persons were or are. Very rare, very very few of them. Um, this just was not. They were just they're just not the intended audience, as far as I can tell. Um, from from waves, so um, you know my take on it was. Uh, there's a burning need for technical content. Um, there's a place to get into the real nitty gritty, the, the very details of the product itself, stuff that I think would make most, I know, would make most business owners, you know, have their eyes glaze over and they'd fall asleep in their chairs. I like that. I, I, I thought it was interesting that um, there were two tracks. There was the architecture architects track, and what was the other one? Something was it? Did they call it the developers track? Developer um, track, yeah. Developer track. Developer and architect, yeah. We we were looking at code. Um, they were talking about how the engine works. They were talking about considerations around performance and functionality. Um, they really let their hair down. 
um, I think that's a, a big difference as well. We even got to see the new things that are coming, which was uh, some of them were not even Polish software like there. It's, yep. uh, it's just the things that we, they were thinking about uh, bringing into the uh, product, so which would never happen at Splash. Yeah, wrong audience so, yeah. For, for that sort of thing. It was pre-office stuff, some of it. Um, it doesn't get any rawer than that. They showed us the, um, oh gosh, what the, the blocks stuff. Uh, Which, uh, for the life of me, I can't remember what the term of it was. So uh, it's for Obo. the, what's it called? Obo, one swing's uh, block language. So um, for those of us who come from other technologies and they hear the word block, that's, that's not um, what that means. It's a graphical, uh, I thought this was particularly exciting. So technical conference, Let's get down into the code. And then at the end of it, Tom Shea, the, the founder, the, the CEO, I guess is his title, of OneStream showed a graphical programming language that um, is, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It, it. it is a substitute or it is a supplement for the .NET code that is a finance business rule. Um, he talked about this in our podcast ages ago where we had mm -hmm. him on the very end of it, he talked about it. And I'm thinking, wow, <laughs> and then where did it go? Well, apparently they were working, beavering away at it and it's, it's coming. I don't, I'm sure they would, they safe harbored it and said, you know, it'll come out on the 33, 33rd day of never. Um, but I, that's just them being cautious and, you know, reasonable software has a tendency to not necessarily release what it should. I hope it comes out really quickly. I thought it was very intriguing. I thought it was an intriguing approach and um, uh, a real boost to people who do implementations and people who maintain the applications as well. They dragged and dropped the who who showed itself and who was the the presenter? Jonathan. Was it sorry, Jonathan Berry? Jonathan Berry. They he dragged and dropped objects on the screen. And he pushed a button and today you could see the dot net and he pushed another button and today it was back into the graphical mode. It's, is it going to solve every single logical problem um, in finance business rules? No. Is it going to solve almost all of them? I think that was, that's the vision. Um, yeah. I get, I guess I like the way Tom described it. It's a, uh, it's like much of a, 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 a start like you could you could just go ahead drag and drop stuff and then it will write the code for you and then once you are you want to go advanced you just uh, go into the code and then write the the code by yourself it's uh, definitely going to be helpful because it's going to set the standards like there is not going to be like three or four different ways to do something That's because true. your block defines what yep. you have as a code uh, so for the more geeky people, you can always go and write the code because it's kind of like a you got to start. Now you know that, okay, you want to explore more, you want to go further more advanced, you could do so. I, I thought it was I thought it was a good idea that they didn't try to solve for the edge use cases. Those are always the impossible ones, you know, yes. where you, you could spend an infinite amount of time and effort and then six people in the whole world need it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I thought it was great. I was glad I was able to go. Um, my hope for next year is it gets even geekier. I, I guess I personally, even if I only understand 60% of it, 20% of it, 2% of it. Um, I love the feel. I just like the, I like the spirit that that sort of 
conference has. I, I hope that it is more technical next year. I would only make one criticism. So one stream if you're listening. When you present code on screen and I'm sitting 40 feet away, make the text bigger. It was, you know, Salvin, I have lousy eyesight, although I do have glasses. You, you, you have a really bad eyesight, <laughs> okay. Cameron. All right, That's one stream, forget it. Please forget everything. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Even I, smaller. I, I... Um, I am kidding. If you go to a conference and the only complaint you have is I couldn't see really cool stuff, I don't know, maybe I should have sat in the front of the room. Um, That's my only criticism of it. And I can be a pretty critical guy. I I hope that they understand that that's me giving about as high praise as possible. The other thing I would like to see, and Salvador, I'd like to hear your take on this as well, is more more technical content. Make it a longer day. Make it even techier. and allow partners to present as well. I, I think there's some very cool stuff going on in the partner community, um, sophisticated stuff. And um, it's the sort of thing that is generally not appropriate for a user conference because it's just too much. But that environment that they have, that's the right place. That's the that's the, the venue that I would see um, being the, the place to present that. What's your take on it, Selvin? Uh, I agree 100% because yeah. that gives it more of a community feel mm-hmm. where we we partners mm-hmm. uh, whoever is willing to share can share I, the things that we're yeah. doing and then it's uh, going to give the other partners a different take on it maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's something people never thought of maybe it's yep. something that uh, people didn't know so yes. a, a, a product this flexible and this open it, it mm-hmm. that can't not be um, it's just it's just so powerful I, I don't see how that that can't be an opportunity. So I, I, I really liked it, and I think you really liked it, and all we want is more. We don't want much. We just want more of the same. Um, so for our listeners who didn't leave and discussed as we geeked out over a conference that we both really liked, why talk about waves when we're here to talk about our book? And the reason is I, I caught COVID during before just before splash of 2022 so i didn't get to go to the conference selvin went to the conference and then selvin you caught covid at the conference but um <laughs> so I, I haven't been i've not been to a physical conference since 2019 2020 yeah i can't remember now oh my gosh it's all it's all beginning to just completely blur thanks to the plane so it was it was wonderful to see people and beyond my enjoyment of it. And I did enjoy seeing people. I'm not as much of a shut in as people might think. I heard a lot of people talk about our book. Um, and it was all nice. That was nice too. Nobody said, are you guys out of your mind? I heard, um, of course, I don't remember anyone's name, but one guy, there was a guy, um, I think I met him in the line for uh, lunch or breakfast. This is the, the, the buffet line that conferences always do for, I think it was breakfast. He said, you know, your book was really good. I'm like, okay, well, that's great. He said, the bit where you wrote, the product's so wide, the product's so deep, you can't know it all. I mean, this is the thing that really stuck out. He said, that's that made good. me feel so much better because I was, I'm just out of school and I was completely overwhelmed. And uh, it's that sort of thing that makes writing a book like this, um, to me at least, so worthwhile. Because I, I helped somebody, right? I mean, when I was 25, alas, no longer 25, um, when I was 25, I, I needed help like that too. And um, I was able to help someone. That's pretty nice. Maybe one day 
since I've forgotten his name, he introduced himself. I have a great memory. Um, his name is Phil. I can't pronounce his full name. I'm glad um, one of us has a memory. Yeah. Great. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Phil. I, I apologize if you listen to this podcast. Um, yeah, I, I, and that wasn't the only one. That was the one that really st- stuck out for me, that I was um, that our book was able to... I wrote that section of the book, so I say I, but... Um, I don't know, Selvin, what was your what was your book take on that conference? There were a few people that came to me and said all nice things about the book. I didn't hear anything bad. Um, <laughs> there was one there was one who said uh, I had a I had an issue. I was looking at your book and I had the solution right there. All I had to do is copy the code from your stuff. I understood what it was doing make some tweaks and I was up and running with that solution in just more than 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, that, that was, that was really good because we helped somebody do their stuff without struggling, trying to figure out how things work. And the best part was he was able to understand what we have written there and why it works, why it does what it does. Um, so yeah, that was, that was my best part. I think it was mm-hmm. Werner who said that. Um, so yes, it's all. Everyone said nice things. Maybe they didn't. They didn't want to really tell the real <laughs> thing that they thought. They didn't but want to tell with, your face what garbage yeah. it was. Uh, that was yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll say that I've I've gotten comments like that on LinkedIn as well, where um, yeah, we we were able to help people out. I mean, that's that's why we wrote it. So just for for those who don't totally understand how writing a book works. These are real books. You know, you can, you can buy them. They're PDFs. They're, they're paper. I have actually, I have it in my office where I'm recording this. Um, you do get paid. You get paid in royalties. The one stream press is actually very generous when it comes to royalties. Um, but if you think we're, if you think we're doing this for the, for the money, um, I, I can think of many better ways to earn money than this. Uh, at one point, we figured out we were making $5.20 an hour off of the book. That, that's gone up, right? We've, we've sold more copies since then. So maybe we're up to 8 or $9 an hour. But that's a pretty difficult way to earn money when you can get a job at McDonald's or Walmart in the U.S. for 15 bucks an hour. You do it because you love it. Um, and I guess that, that sort of brings us to um, why we did it. Do you – so? Cameron, do you remember how this started? Sorry, I was just like wondering. Remember when OneStream called out to all the partners to write a book? We both read that mail and called each other at the same time. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and they knew willing really idiots when they saw them, huh? Yeah, and then funny thing when we were talking about that, I think it was the day, same day or the next day. Nicole from OneStream reached out to us asking, Bellinger, do you right. guys, yes, do you guys want to write a book? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you don't have to actually talk to us into it. We were already we're thinking ready about to do it. doing we're this. Ready to yep. head in the news. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I, I believe that that request to um, for authors is still there. Uh, people go to OneStreamPress.com, I, I believe, on that page, I, I, I apologize. I don't know exactly where it is, but there's at least an email saying, soliciting ideas. Do you want to write a book? And I, <clears throat> this is book number three for me. I did two in the, the Oracle S-Base world. 
which was with a big um, publishing house, Taylor and Francis. Um, this is a much smaller uh, publishing house. Uh, One String Press is an imprint. I think I've got that term right. And uh, the amount of interaction and support given by them was totally different. In the two S-based books that I've written, um, or I was the editor-in-chief of, and I, I wrote in them, um, they didn't provide a copy editor, so I did. Um, the first one, it was a joint effort amongst insane people to write, um, to edit everyone's chapter. Second time around, I said, that's too hard. I paid for someone. She did a great job, um, but it cost me $14,000, and there was absolutely no way I was going to do that again. I mean, that's crazy, right? And they did it all. They being one string press, they had their copy editors. Um, we had to do nothing other than turn in our, our chapters on time, which I'm, I'm quite proud to say we did. We missed one by one day. Um, we, we wrote this chapter by chapter and sent it to them chapter by chapter so they could edit it. And uh, it was a great, it was a great experience. Um, writing it was kind of, writing it was somewhat difficult because we were, you know, doing it after hours and before hours and on vacations and over the weekend and all that kind of great stuff. But the actual writing process was the editing and publishing publishing process was painless. It was great. It was really great. Would you recommend it? Selvin? Would you, would you ask other people to take the plunge as we did? Absolutely. That it was fun. It was, there was pain, but then it was, it was fun. I guess more than us, it's probably our technical editors who had a hard time going through our stuff, <laughs> looking at all the things. We should mention them. They're, they're uh, poor guys. Yeah. They'll, never, they'll never talk to us again. It was Mel no, Lenhart I don't think... and uh, John. Yeah. Oh, I always get his name wrong. I apologize. Golombeski. John Golombeski. Thank you. One of us. Yeah. One of us could do it. Um, yeah, they were great. You know, we, we gave them tremendous amounts of stuff. The, the book is actually, like I said, I have it in my hand. The book is just under 300 pages. And there's a lot of code in this book and there's a lot of concepts and, you know, it's, it's a, we, we tried very, very hard to um, give our take on what it's like to do planning in one stream. And that, that was a lot. Um, so hats off to them for sticking with us as we did. And we had good conversations. Um, I, I will say that they, they corrected us once or twice, maybe more than once or twice. Now that's why you have a technical editor and technical reviewer. And it made it a better yeah. book. Um, one, one must admit one's mistakes, right? To, to, to improve. Um, yeah. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I think it's the most fun I've had in, in years. I suppose I, I suppose I need to get a get a grip, but let's let's talk about the process a little bit. So we, Selvin, you you talked about Nicole Bellinger being the one that reached out to us. Um, we've talked about One Stream Press, and uh, I'm sorry, I should mention our publisher's name, James Lumsden Cooks. He was spectacular, and um, the way you get a book approved, the way um, we at least did it is we wrote a pitch. Uh, we wrote a document that said, this is what the book is. This is who our audience will be. Yeah. Here's our competition. Um, and I'm an anarchist. There was really no competition. So that was, that part was easy. 
Um, and, you know, tried as two geeks can best do. We, we made our sales pitch to one string press. I, I don't know what happened with one string press and one stream after that, but obviously they approved of it because we, we went and did it. Um, we got a lawyer. Um, this was my idea. Poor Selvin. We went off and used a, used a lawyer to review the contract. And at one point, two, two things that are funny. I'll, I'll do one of them. Selvin, you know what the other one is. <laughs> at one point she said, Oh, this is all British law. So one stream press is based in the UK. It's based uh, somewhere in England. And she said, Oh, this is all, this is all British law. That's not a problem. We have a solicitor in the UK. That's a, this is an American Philadelphia based uh, law firm. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she said, yeah, but the, the minimum charge is five thousand pounds. I'm thinking, what's that in U.S. dollars? And we didn't we didn't go with the legal advice from the U.K. She turned out to be great. It was all fine anyway. But so that was one thing where I I just kind of lost my mind in terms of cost because we paid for this. This was our money because it was a contract. So I mean, tell our tell tell our audience the other bit that was <laughs> significantly funnier. <laughs> I guess, I guess uh, we already talked about a little bit of that when we were talking about the money part, when you were explaining about how much we earned. At one time, we did look at it. The funny part was in the contract, there was a place where we, the, the contract talked about, talks about the monetary benefits of what it's going to be. Like if you become the author, what's the money that you're going to get? Uh, she was uh, asking us about that. And then we both were like, Oh, we don't really care about the money. There was a minute of silence, utter silence from her side. And then she comes back and then tells us that. That's probably the first time I am doing this where someone says, we don't care about the money. We just want to write the stuff. So it was funny. It was, uh, we saw that as like, it tells you guys that we, we really wanted to share how the stuff that we both learned uh, on how to do one stream or how to do planning in one stream. So that's that's the whole reason why we wrote the book, just for the pleasure and probably the torture of just me torturing Cameron and Cameron torturing me back oh, just, just good. for fun. Good. Um, I have, uh, I'm in my office, I'm looking at my laptop screen. Where I have, uh, I printed out the due dates that Selvin and I agreed with and I, take them to the monitor stand that I have. And it's now looking pretty dog-eared and stained with coffee. It must be because it's near me. Um, we had our due dates and James, our publisher, he was, he said, okay, okay. You know, when you, when you say these are the dates, I'm sure he was thinking they're never going to deliver it. We hit yeah. every delivery date. We missed one, Excellent. one delivery by one day. One and otherwise day. Yep. every single one of them came, um, was delivered on time and he said no one's ever no one's ever done that before I don't that's know what i said we tortured done. ourselves yep we did we did it was great it's probably the most fun i've had in most professional fun i've had in a long long time um when when we well i guess we should talk about just a little bit about the effort you know we 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 mentioned weekends and before work and after work work before work work after work vacations um how many hours did it take to write a book like this? So this is a this is a technical book. There's one chapter that's not particularly technical, and then it just ramps up and goes to the sky. And the further you get in the book, the more technical it gets, which was you know purposeful. That wasn't that wasn't uh, a mistake or happenstance or anything like that. We tried to figure out how many hours we spent on this book, and I I think 
in total around a thousand hours. Does that that seem reasonable, Salvin? I guess it's, it will be more. Yeah, I guess it's, it's probably more than that, but I don't know. Like, honestly, we both didn't count the hours around. <laughs> I wish I so, had at the time, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I did not. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, so somebody did ask me, like, how long it did take us to do it. So I, I, I did at that time. I thought it was three months. Was, um, our first due date was the 5th of July, 2021, and our last due date was the yeah. 19th of September. Um, but we okay, were obviously so, yeah. writing before the fifth of July. Yeah, because so I guess yeah. yeah, it was around three months. That's probably what how much it took. But I I don't think we were continuously writing. But five hundred seems to be uh, a reasonable number. But I I bet but when I said that to the guy who was asking me this, he's like, oh, I thought it would be more than that. Then I'm like, yeah, it could be more than that. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> if you if you think about what an average worker uh average number of hours per year worked depending on who you read it's it's either 1800 or 2100 hours a year we we put in a quarter we put in a quarter work year into this book um that's a lot of work that was that was a lot of effort you have to do it for for fun or it, it just is impossible um yeah so you know when it comes to the contents like I said, we, we split the book up and it became significantly more technical as we went through. I primarily wrote the first three chapters, although Selvin, everything Selvin wrote, I read. Everything I wrote, Selvin read, and vice versa. And we went back and forth many, many times. Um, the first chapter, uh, I think, was particularly cathartic for me because I, I got to vent 32 years worth of <laughs> 32 years worth of performance management ranting and raving and, and uh, 26 years of consulting um, into something called the uh, theory, philosophy, and practice of planning. And much of it's not actually one stream specific. Uh, there's, there's, there definitely are bits, quite a bit of it actually, that are about one stream. But, you know, the, the, the practice of planning um, and budgeting is not related to it's not it's not contingent or it's not limited by a particular technology it's it's broader than that and i really tried to bring that perspective into it i i when you have been a consultant for 26 years i mean i i have not seen it all and i have not done it all but i've seen an awful lot and i've done an awful lot and i can i can tell i i terrify myself sometimes because i can just see something and say i know what's going to happen and my god it, it actually does um, it's not because of some fantastic insight on my part. It's because I've done it and I've done it more than once and I've seen it more than once. Um, it's, it's kind of awesome and kind of depressing all at the same time. That was great. I, I really, really enjoyed reading that. Um, one of the things that's great about one stream press, I one stream, some of it was a little controversial or at least very strongly stated. Nobody blinked. Um, I, I didn't get any pushback on on that. Uh, that was nice. That was nice because there are people who would read some of that and just completely disagree with what I wrote. Hey, it's my chapter, my book. So I got to write what I wanted to. Um, that was fantastic. And then the other two sections were um, cube-based. Uh, they're called Core Planning 1 and Core Planning 2. And um, it was designed. It was functionality like using aggregate instead of uh, consolidate and direct load instead of import. 
So some really practical things, um, non-code based, and then it, it jumped almost immediately into writing code, um, focusing on finance business roles, which is which is what everybody. There isn't a planning project out there that doesn't have finance business roles because that's the essence of planning. Um, it was fun. It was fun, and this I think was the approachable part of the book that um, people could read and quickly comprehend the the basic precepts and then follow that into the more complex code. And then that's where what I put, again, everything that I wrote, Selvin read and he commented and we changed. And I don't want to say that it was simply me, except for the controversial bits, that's on me. Um, the easy stuff ended. When Selvin talked, uh-huh. I'll, stop, I'll stop talking and let you talk about your, your three chapters. I guess. Yeah, when 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 we started writing the book, we wanted it to have to be once a perfect blend of everything in one stream. But whenever you start implementing planning in one stream, you always deal with the cube side. And then the 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 thing that makes one stream different is the relational blending part. Uh, so we did want to cover some of the things that you will typically do on a planning, which is not done on the cube. It is done mostly on the relational side. So rest of the chapters from three onwards, you will see that relational blend coming in. Um, there were a few new things that got introduced at that time when we were writing the book. BI blend was there. There was pivot grids that came in. There was uh, the specialty planning solution. So we wanted it to... We didn't, we didn't try to cover too much things, but we did want to cover some of the stuff that you will do on a typical planning projects, which is why one of the one of the mantra in when you do planning on one stream is not everything needs to be in a cube. You 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 are always familiar with the cube concept. So whenever you look at an issue or a or a challenge, you always try to think it in the cube or everything is a cube for you. But that doesn't that's not the case with one stream. You do have an option where you, you don't have to cram everything into a cube. There is a relational side where you do all the detailed granular level on the relational side, move everything up into the cube at an upper level. So that's that's kind of the relational blend part. Is so the, the I think the fourth chapter deals with the planning without limits. Um, then, like like the first chapter says, one stream is pretty wide. It's a it's a it's a deep product, and you don't know everything. You won't be able to learn everything, but we try to cover most of the things that a planning person will do. Because planning, it's even though end of the day it's about the numbers. However, how people are consuming the number is what makes a project a success. So, consuming numbers is often done by creating reports, dashboards. So that's that's what you will see in the next chapter where it talks about reporting. How is the relational components reported? How is some of the dashboard, some of the common things that are done, how that is there? Um, so that's most of the reporting part. Then then it comes into like, okay, you have heard about people planning. You heard about capital solution. These are all one streams marketplace solutions uh, that you can download, install, and then implement by yourself or with the help of a partner. So the last chapter talks about all the specialty 
uh, stuff. There is there is we try to cover the uh, specialty solutions. There are there are, there are sections on the latest. I think the FTX uh, data export uh, uh, methods were introduced just before we wrote the book. Mm-hmm. So that's covered in detail on how what makes them fast. What 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 do you use it for? There are some tricks on the FTX that you can use for not a conventional, typical use. There are some edge use cases there. Uh, there are things that you can do with BI blend, and any and all of this is not something you do on a typical project. This is more on how flexible the tool is how much you can push the envelope with one stream. So this was mainly to showcase how you can take it a step further and do things that you would pretty much probably won't do anywhere, but the tool is capable of handling. So that's kind of the showcase was. And if you want to do it, it's there. The code is right there. If you want to implement something like, okay, we talk about table views a lot in that book. The table view is... is one streams take on how you will bring the relational data into Excel or into a one stream one stream spreadsheet application. Um, so that's there is a, a not a whole chapter, but then there is a huge section on how you do something on table views, where uh, you could put security on the table views. You could make your specialty solution on a table view. So uh, that's that's the and I think something we need to mention, and maybe we should have mentioned this in the beginning, is as you go through the chapters, you, you the reader, there is a common application. We created one called a very basic sample. Um, everything that Selvin's talking about, everything that I wrote in the book is based on use cases. So when Selvin talks about FDX or table views or specialty planning analysis, there's a there's a function business slash functional use case that's I mean, it might only take a paragraph to to describe it but we're we always put context around our code and our code is not just a disjointed this is how you declare a data buffer using using a you know a, a function to do it it's here is the problem here is the proposed solution and now let's go see if we can write the write the solution in the book um, we were very 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 focused on that because to read documentation yeah, without time. without context, it's it's impossible to understand. Cameron Cameron was the very hard uh, client who gives us insane <laughs> uh, request on how to achieve something. But I guess all all jokes apart, when we started writing it, that's that was our main criteria. We just don't want to write code. We want to come up with a reason why that should be done in this way. Um, so most of the times we try to put our examples much aligned to a real world scenario. Uh, the company is fictitious. Like you, when you look at it, you will see that, okay, we are trying to sell coffee. I don't think I am ever going to sell something. Uh, Cameron is not going to sell a coffee. Uh, coffee in a coffee shop. So, But that was our use case that we came up with. And everything was then aligned to, okay, I want to get this report, how you will get it. This is the request. So everything is pretty much, we try to make it as a real world challenge and then give you the code 
tell you like how it is written so there is like the, like the title of the book there is the there's a how there is a why there is a when so everything is covered in that so that's the approach that we took we didn't want to just put out code there and then and you try and understand what we have done uh, we didn't take that approach the, the the other thing that you know the why um comment that seldom made it's actually in the title the why the why how and when of one stream planning um it has been my observation, and I, I think, Selvin, you would agree with this. People tend to see a problem, identify a similar one somewhere else that they have code for or a solution for, and then just copy and paste it. Sometimes literally copy and paste the solution into whatever their, their current problem is. And not really understanding, they, they don't understand why. They just say, oh, I've got this problem to fix. I'm going to fix it. and the 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 thing to the thing that i've observed is yeah okay problem somebody solved this before so i'm going to grab whatever that solution was and plop it into my problem those are suboptimal solutions i mean and suboptimal problems in, incredibly kind they're there's some that's a bad way to approach things but if you don't understand what you're doing then what, what other choice do you have um we were determined as part of the, the mission. I mean, that sounds very fancy, pompous, but whatever. But I mean, if this book didn't tell people why we were doing what we were doing, we, we'd failed. Um, if, you, if, if we couldn't explain it, then we didn't understand the problem. Um, and we did definitely didn't understand the solution. And I, I, think we, I think we managed to do that. I hope so. I do still remember John Harvey's comment saying, you are giving away the code. That's pretty gutsy. We tried uh, to have this as like a handbook where some of the chapters that we talked about are pretty advanced, which that I did mention earlier that it is not your everyday challenge, but if you have to do something, we are giving you that. Now, when you read those chapters, if you don't have the application and the code right in front of you, it's going to be hard to understand what is in there. So that's why we decided, okay, we are we have this app that we created to write this code and everything. So we are going to let you, when you buy the book, you get the link to download the app. You can put that in your machine, and then that is there. Whatever code we wrote, whatever mistakes we did, I hope we, we try to clear all the mistakes before it got published but you have it it's a living working code that's in there uh, so run those codes you get the answers that we have written in there so it was that was our whole idea it's and i guess most of the uh, the explanation that is there we go line by line and explain what's happening with each single line of code that we have written yeah i mean i would make the comment if you're a customer Install this on your development environment. Don't install it in prod. Um, but yeah, otherwise, as Selvin said, it's the complete it's the complete app from soup to nuts, including data, right, Selvin? I believe it's including data. It is. Well. Yeah, we do have data yeah. in there as well. Yeah. Yep. It's very difficult to um, see this stuff or to comprehend it. If, if sometimes it's difficult to understand these uh, the concepts if you don't have the concrete example directly in front of you. Um, the application itself, as Selvin said, is a coffee company, the Cameron and Selvin Coffee Company, or the Selvin and Cameron Coffee Company. That's the beauty of having that's the beauty of having names that start with the same first letter. Um, it's incredibly basic. It doesn't have 
doesn't have um, anything related to consolidations. It doesn't have currency conversion. It's got one user-defined dimension. Um, there is there is extensibility in it, um, although we don't really focus on extensibility very much um, beyond a couple of examples. Um, if you can't understand this, I, I I don't know what to say. We made it as as basic and as simple as we possibly could, just enough complexity to illustrate the concepts and, and nothing more. So you're not going to get a gigantic um, demo app that is 99%, you know, not applicable to what you're doing. It's, it's very focused, just like the book, just like the book itself. So we've, we've talked a lot about this. We, we both enjoyed it. We both had a good time, you know, despite the work. Um, it, it was, it was fun. I think we should mention we were both working for uh, Mindstream Analytics. This is Alex, Lad, mm -hmm. Alex Ladd's company, and he very generously um, allowed us to use our work computers to write this. Um, so thank you, Alex. That that really was very decent of you. I guess the, that leads, I think, to the last question or the last topic uh, we have is, Selvin, would you ever do this again? <laughs> I know it was coming to that. <laughs> Um, so when I, I met James at Splash, which Cameron, you, you did mention that you had COVID and then you, you, you couldn't meet him. Uh, James is a very nice guy and he, I would say he kind of talked me into writing another one, which you might think it's insane when we talked about how much pain it was, but the, the fun of writing the book and then sharing that knowledge, I guess. That's always there. Uh, only thing that I told James, and I'm going to tell you guys, was I don't think I'm ready to write one right right away because of all my personal stuff. It's not anything professional. It's just uh, uh, I, I kind of tend to do too many things at the same time, I guess. Um, so, um, yes, there is always that desire to write something more. Uh, it, it could be a follow-up. It could be something very simple. could won't be this big but uh yeah well when when he did say that i had ideas which we both shared we both talked to cameron and i so yes uh, i would love to and I, again i told this to you if you're ready to again do this with me then yes uh we'll see <laughs> we'll see about yeah. that I figure I have a couple more years before I retire, so why not? Um, but when that will be, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I will. Um, maybe we should end this not on a not on a threat, but on a kind of a a warning about writing a book. So many years ago, I heard from someone um, the comment he he'd written a technical book, maybe two at that point, and his comment was, "Many people start writing books." Very few people finish writing books. For those of you who have something to say and can, you know, make the pitch to one stream press or to other publishers in other fields, beyond the contract, which which is a legal contract, and that that is how authors work. You you create content, you give it to the publisher. The publisher actually owns the right to the content. Then you get paid as the books um, get sold, which is work, right? That's just a, a different form of work. Um, beyond the legal contract, I mean, you're, if you don't finish writing it, 
you'll disappoint a lot of people, probably primarily yourself. Um, I would just urge people who would like to become authors to just remember that many people are counting on you, um, both your publisher and yourself and your significant others and the, the, the rest of the community as well. Um, it's a very rewarding process. It is, however, hard work and you have to be willing to make it happen. Um, but, you know, we did it. Many other people have done it. And if, if we have, then you can as well. I look forward to more books in our performance management space. Salvin, any last thoughts? No, I guess um, many people came. I guess there were, I don't want to name anybody, but then there are a few people that came and then said, okay, we always want to do this. But then again, what's the time? Uh, again, like Cameron said, I don't want to scare anybody who is planning to write. It is a lot of work. That's the only thing that you have to keep in mind that, okay, it's not going to be easy. It's it's going to be a lot of work. You don't have to know everything. That's one comment that I heard from somebody who is like, I don't know like how you guys know this product. So what what should I write something? And again, that's that's what I told him that you don't have to know everything. You might be knowing some things which you don't know whether others know it or not. So just do the pitch, take it to the publisher. The one stream will chime in. They will say, okay, we do need that. So don't don't think that you don't know anything or the thing that you know is so simple. Um, so always be ready to take the plunge. But then just keep in mind that it's 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 a lot of work. There is a lot of commitment that you need to need to yeah it's the personal commitment there is the professional commitment all those things are there um, but it's fun it, it is fun the the part that we both were uh, uh we uh, i'm speaking for cameron but so the recognition that comes with it you can go ahead and this is what he said uh, the the pressure that it gives or even the pride if you look at it to go and tell somebody that, oh, that issue, I've written about that in my book. That's, I I have done that pretty few times. And I know mm -hmm. that, okay, the, the, the pride, the happiness that I get when I say that, it's pretty big. It's, uh, it is, it, it's fun. It's fun. The recognition that you get with, from it, that's huge. The happiness that, you get when you solve something pretty easily for someone else that's great yeah and i i guess i'll i'll i agree with everything you've said um there is nothing like saying there's nothing like saying as i discussed in our in my second book oh man talk about shutting down conversations people must hate me when I do that. <laughs> um uh if there are any nascent authors out there nascent nascent um contact us on linkedin or if you have our emails we're not all that hard to find um we'll send you the pitch we'll send you the microsoft word document that we used to um pitch the book if you want a feel for what it's like to take the very first step um in in writing something um, it doesn't actually have to be the one stream space this was the same pitch that i came up with for the original S-Base book. 
uh, my first Esprace book. So it's worked at multiple technologies and multiple companies and uh, multiple publishing houses. So it, it there must be something that's right about it. I don't know. It's never been refused. How about that? Um, it hasn't been tried too many times, but it's never been refused. All right. Well, thank you. And um, we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening to EPM Conversations. Thank you.